Welcome to Young Moja Speaks Podcast with your host, Shalonda. This is a conversation about trauma and how it impacts our personal development journeys, taking accountability, and uncovering how foster care and the relationships that we had or didn't have shape who we are and who we will become. This podcast addressed foster care and the system and how foster youth are underprepared for the transition into adulthood. We provide resources and a community to to discuss the issues with the child welfare system and helping youth make that smooth transition into adulthood to better their life choices and ultimately better their lives. If this podcast interests you, we ask you to join the community at Yamoja Speaks on Instagram as well as Facebook. We are branching out to other social media platforms. And if this resonates with you, we ask to share with any of your networks. Tom Jumbo, see Jumbo Neo, how are you today? So I am doing good i know that my audio has been a little off so hopefully because i'm going back to my original setup it should be working correctly and really kind of evened out and so i'm happy i'm super excited because well this is the portion where i'll tell you what i am tuning into what i focused on and some great things that happened to me throughout the week and so my great news is that i listened to of course the podcast um therapy for black girls however i also listened to another podcast and it's like black creative i've been listening to those two that stood out i've been listening to a lot but those are the two that stood out the black creative um basically explained that she creates content for black women who are marginalized and just saying that she is speaking to other black women is inflammatory so it brings up a response of people who do not want to hear black women um, only discussing themselves and she really mentioned Uh, in depth how we as black women hold spaces or be in spaces that are dedicated for other people and we're there to motivate and enlighten and encourage and strengthen them however on the opposite we are diminishing ourselves and we're taking from ourselves and so now we're in a position where we see and have been seeing that we are lacking and so we have filled in the gap to cover the lack within ourselves and what we provide to ourselves and we're giving that and we're shutting the doors on giving access to other people and allowing them to be built up while we are torn down. And so I was like, you know, listening to her podcast and 
and it's just really refreshing and nice and so I've I've gotten contact well not contact I started listening to her podcast a couple of weeks ago but I'm actually now speaking about it because it was one that particularly stood out to me which is the latest episode of why she creates content so I know another one that I listen to is work within the seasons that you are in so right now we are in spring and we're supposed to be planting the seeds now we're supposed to be in the motion of gathering all that we need to you know harvest in the fall but this is where we're gathering all the things that we need to gather and it's setting a precedent for later in the year when it really takes off but in the summer is when it blossoms right so you plant the seeds now you see it blossoming in the summer this time now it's raining a lot of gloomy days um this is preparation y'all so like prepare now and when i say prepare i mean get you know the systems together and you know the emotions together look and see what events are already planned so therefore you could schedule time and you can write it down in your planner already in advance of what you want to go to and then what you need to present yourself as professional as possible do you need business cards do you need a portfolio do you need to post some things on your social media to become more legitimate do you need to put into play a marketing plan do you need to collaborate with someone do you need to create content of your own so this is the season where we're all kind of generating those ideas to put into motion so when you know the summer come and things start to blossom and open up we are fully ready to be in those spaces and to dominate those spaces and to show up as ourselves and so then the fall is reaping the rewards and the benefits of it and of course in the summer you'll reap those benefits you'll see it blossoming but in the fall is really the truest reward and so having space and time to reflect is then the winter season so understanding which season you're in and it don't necessarily have to follow the winter fall spring summer in the context of what's going on outside but it's going on in your body so if you feel like fall is your rest season because you're drained get some rest you know take time to not just rest but as you're resting as you're taking time to just you know be be in a moment play some games hang out you know chilled relaxed that time also can be used to be setting up for your your spring right season hypothetically because you know it will be the fall but hypothetically in your internal clock right it would be your spring so it would be where you are blossoming and 
getting the courage to plant your seeds and your ideas and generate some uh, momentum to pushing yourself forward and continuing the process. So that's my takeaway. Also, I almost forgot. Also, let me pivot. I, of course, been driving um, as a little side hustle. So I met a wonderful woman and she gave an hour long sermon. We discussed back and forth and I thought that was really powerful. We touched on topics that we really, or at least I really needed. And to be honest, y'all, I still feel in allowing what we talked about to radiate through me. And even after that, I felt different, right? I, I don't know what, but it was definitely a spiritual connection. And what she basically gave to me and what I exchanged with her, I think was valid and both of us needed that in that space. And I've been having a lot of connections with more people and we've been able to exchange ideas and information and it's been wonderful so those are some of the things that's been happening for me and i want this podcast to be kind of short and so let's get right into it let's pivot one more time so last week we discussed like the congratulations to yourself you did it i basically congratulated myself because as i thought about the the previously recorded episodes prior to last week two weeks ago i had two episodes that was really deep analysis over my parents and the impact of my parents and those things were difficult to sit with and with therapy and counseling and art therapy or whatever form of healing the healing journey takes time to sit back and say that was tough to hear or to say but what's even tougher is when you come to that conclusion and then your action that must follow after you make that conclusion so after those episodes I then had experiences that made me have to pull back and reflect and say maybe taking a phone call won't be good for my mental health because it'll probably have me spazzing out in rage and I don't want to have that because I've been on this really high-end awareness and frequency that I don't want to be tiptoeing back and forth between a high and a low frequency And so I'm just at a standstill, which is stagnation. And so there has been video or not video, audio messages. Do I need to listen to the audio messages? First five seconds, is it start off wrong? Absolutely not. We must protect 
ourselves and that is a way that I protect myself. I'm protecting myself and my energy by not allowing it to get inside my mind. And not allowing it to get inside my mind means I'm not I'm not harping I'm not harping over something that's insignificant. I'm not thinking over and over what I can do to fix or change or help someone else. I'm thinking solely on what I have done to help me progress in my career, help me, you know, um, organize and structure my family um, inside my house and our systems, helping me to realize um, where I want to be and what position I wish to be in the near future or soon um, or what position I am now, what responsibility I have now. And to really take into account that if I listen to something that upsets me, all of the responsibilities that I have will be neglected. So protecting myself means to not listen, not converse, not focus on things that do not align with where I want to be. So now I want to move into another form of protecting and being super focused. I've been seeing online that people are talking about like this hyper focus, right? And when you have hyper focus, nothing else is mattering but that particular thing. And so a few years ago when I was in college, I created a book of lessons. So I have awards. I have my accomplishments, I have things that I want to accomplish, I have a time capsule, um, we basically wrote a lot of stuff, so I wrote letters to myself, I wrote letters to my family and my mentors at the time, and then I also have some of the things where I really, really messed up. So I'll share this on Instagram if you want to see my lessons book. Like it's just in a folder. And of course, you know, you know me, it's blue because, you know, I got to be expressive. So when I was in college, I remember getting all types of information so people were sending me you know positive um, reinforcements and it was usually in a poem to read so I want to take out from my left side a poem and I want to read it to you and then I'll explain why things like this help us to stay in a hyper focused you know, laser vision type of mode. Blueprint to success. Believe while others are doubting. Plan while others are playing. Study while others are sleeping. 
decide while others are delaying. Prepare while others are daydreaming. Begin while others are procrastinating. Work while others are wishing. Listen while others are talking. Commend while others are criticizing. Persist while others are quitting. And so things like this, I would get a ton of these because I was in college bound. So we would have to go up to the Jane Etna building on East 40th and get our checks usually. And ooh, let me not forget his um, Mr. Jones. I was about to call him something else, y'all, because I'm all over the place. But Mr. Jones is phenomenal. He would give us these positive words to kind of read over. And believe me, I have enough. I have a lot. I kept them and I would read them throughout my week. And then I was like, I want to keep this momentum. Someone's giving me the motivation to continue to, you know, stay focused and stay driven. And they are putting seeds we're going back to the beginning right in the spring planting those seeds they're putting seeds in me and allowing me to go into a season of growth and so to get these even though I don't look like much it's about how you perceive it and when I got these I would perceive it like someone's taking the time to print this on paper and to give me a gift everything do not have to be expensive right these words and my boss my former boss got rest his soul you know dr pratt would tell me words create worlds and the fact that someone gave me words to now create the world that I wish to live in, that is a phenomenal gift. I didn't need a fancy, you know, iPhone or iPad or G. I mean, don't get me wrong, I probably did need a car. But I didn't need all these luxury things to feel like someone has invested in me. They simply took the time out of their day to research a poem that I would read and that the words would seep into my brain and I would start living them out. So when I'm studying and I feel like I'm doubting myself or I'm taking an exam and I feel like I'm about to doubt myself, I go back to these words, believing while others are doubting. So instead of putting that doubt in my mind while I'm taking this exam or studying, I sit here and say, mm, I know I got this. I encourage myself in the time and I denounce the doubt because someone gave me the tools to do it. So another thing is planning, planning while others are playing. So it wasn't just this, but I have a, um, an entire schedule in here and I 
love this schedule because it was so detailed it was very colorful and did i follow it to a t absolutely not not all the time but it gave me a structure to follow so i knew that i had school certain times of the day throughout these um, times i would go to study to eat dinner to do yoga to have open door hours because i was the ra and i had another job so i was leaving campus i had another job and yeah so it it kept me focused to plan out what needs to happen how can i structure my day and to be focused you must know what you're going to do you must understand where you want to be so you have to set goals you have to understand why are you doing these things where do you want to go and where are you going to because even if you don't create those goals you're still going to a place it might not be the place that you want it to be but you're still moving towards something. So let's continue. I'm like super excited looking through this. So periodically, I will always like go back and, you know, go through my lessons um, folder. And I was like super excited just to see what I have put down. So um, we made the time capsule. It was me and my friend, Mike Massa. Um, we made this back in 2016 okay so we made this back in 2016 um, I'm not gonna go through all of these but for my goals I had a list of goals that I, I wanted and then they were of course color coded y'all like I, I cannot get away from this like I am such a nerdy person with this color color coordination but i have my health goals my academic my um time management my social my career and then of course my health management um all of these different goals in different areas and i would like constantly be able to check it to look over it it's at the beginning of my lessons journal i guess um to be a constant reminder i always had like these things posted and so the colors were like hey flashing look at me you can't go anywhere because i'm here and so it stands out rather than just looking at white and black paper and not really having anything pop out at you so that's pretty much why it's in colors and then i was also going through my spiritual awakening so yes and then the next page is the Department of Residence Life, which is my acceptance letter to being a resident assistant. And y'all, when I got this letter, I was super excited. I remember, you know, walking around with this letter. I'm not joking with you. I showed, I was like, yes, see? Because I told people, you know, everyone who knows me, they knew my personality if you know me you know my personality i get so bubbly and joyous so 
y'all i was so excited i was telling people like oh my gosh i don't know if i'm a little nervous but what did i tell you go back when others are doubting you believe in yourself i'm like i got this i got this and i took the same route home to look over at this building and try to manifest me being inside this building that's that's another podcast but manifesting is using your imagination as well so i would take the exact same route every time going home and i would imagine myself being a resident assistant and damn when i got this letter y'all i was like showing it i got it and y'all it was mailed to my house and i did not stay downtown i brought it to school with me to show people that's how excited I was to get this job I'm not joking yes so I was I was pretty happy okay and so after this I have the letters of my recommendation um, like I said my former boss Dr. Pratt and I also had um, my community like outreach advisor um, Ms. Green Welch, phenomenal. And then what else do I have? I got onto the Dean's List. So for undergrad, I got the Dean's List. I'm wondering where it's at because I definitely, you know, it might be in the back, but let me continue. Let me just, you know, share with you. Here's my certificate for making the Dean's List. My Glory Scholarship, y'all, I got an additional, like, $3,000 because when I tell you that being a part of different programs matters because when you're involved and someone knows you, they have connections to other people. And what I realized is that relationships and connections matter. My name was in rooms that I had no idea the people who were sitting at the table, nor what they were discussing. And so I got this back in 2013. And that was like a year after I had graduated from high school. So I don't know why they had, they just had some funds and were like, hey, your name came up and we want to give it to you. So that was an additional fund that I got and I was like super excited. I got the mentor's message. I was featured as mentee of the month. And I remember this because prior to this, this is when I was like in my beginning year. So I was like a freshman and I remember failing like a 2.5 average, which is C average. I cried my eyes out. I cried because I had never gotten that low and to then get to that level because I was underprepared I knew what it took and my mom always taught me a closed mouth don't get fed so I needed to open my mouth and get some resources so that is exactly what I did I got connected with mentors because I work best when people hold me accountable so I got mentors and I got a peer mentor so she had already I think she might have been in grad school in her master's program. 
so she was basically kind of teaching me what to do or not to do or giving me resources that were on campus that I had no idea and I went to join several like programs like this and I got mentee of the month and they wrote a little uh, synopsis about me and in here and I just kept it for motivation so anytime I get down on myself I'm like yo you went from starting you know college with academic probation because if you get lower than a 2.5 you are on academic probation period it is not no oh nah you get 2.5 for two semesters in a row they kick you out so it was serious that's why I was crying because I knew that I could do it so I got my award and they basically uh mentee of the month and then the signature of my um, mentor, I got a certificate for excellence, I'm not saying like, oh, this was my coaching, so I did a coaching program, and that taught me how to plan and write notes, and then gather all of the different resources, so they taught me about the writing center, um, and different things that I can be connected to, I got the completion of my co uh, success coaching so being knowledgeable and actually using all the things that they gave me all the resources that was given to me actually using it and then performing so much better and then of course i had to put that i made the dean's list right after because if it wasn't for the success coaching i would not have made the dean's list and i'm not gonna lie I walked around with this certificate too. I was so proud of being on a dean's list. Y'all, that was at the beginning stages of my co my um, educational career. When I was like a freshman, sophomore, I was super excited. I walked around with that paper. And then, of course, we have more information about the TRIO program. That was when I first got enrolled. They enrolled me into the TRIO program. And I'll tell you more about it with the Dean's List accomplishments and then they also from a different college because I was in three different colleges or so another um, college decided to congratulate me and kind of give me that accolation or that uh, means to say that I got this um, accolade and to congratulate me and so that's another Dean's List award and um, information and then it's another quote it's another poem but I'm not going to read this this time but just know I'll show it on Instagram so if you want to see this quote with this like super strong heart you got to check it out on Instagram and then we have Oh, you know what? Mr. Jones probably created this one. So I'm going to show that one on Instagram too. So you got to check it out on Instagram. I'm just saying, you want to see these quotes? You want to see my book? You got to go to Instagram. And then there's another poem. I'll post it on Instagram as well. It says, uh, don't you quit. Oh, I like that poem. I probably need to bring this back out. <laughs> and then there, and these all these poems were given to me by Mr. Jones. Like I said, he was phenomenal when it came to like inspiring us to reach better and encouraging us 
to give more. And if you took the time to read this stuff, mm-hmm, I'm pleased that you stay motivated, honey. But then I have uh, Mary's house, which is a drumming circle. And I never got to officially go, but it is something to remind me of, like, hey, you remember this. I have um, Emoja Roundtable, the Kuumba Art Celebration, I think it's some more stuff, Curtis Williams. I think that these were, I gotta read in depth, but this was proposal schedule. Oh, this is in office use only. I don't know why I got this, but I do. Um, I remember going to go see a play, so I see fragmented at the bottom, and Mr. Pickett, he was responsible for, like, gathering it, and I should have definitely had more time to watch and observe his directing skills, because he put that together phenomenally. It was well-assembled, well-written, and I loved it. So, we come full circle. Those were all the great things I was like super proud of, right? So, I'm going to go into some things that I'm not so proud of. These are the lessons. So, as <laughs> I'm laughing because as I started to progress in my educational career, things started happening. So, I got more adjusted to understanding what I needed to do for school. I got a little comfortable. Started put my feet up a little bit. And I started to give myself to other people. And I was overly exerting myself. So at the beginning of the podcast, I discussed how we give too much of ourselves to other people. And when I was getting on the dean's list, I shut it down. I was not very engaging with too many people. When I was in that space, I was only focused on school. I did not have that many obligations other than my job. Um, Not the RA position, but I actually was a nursing assistant off campus. So I didn't stay on campus for my entire, you know, five years in CSU. But... Um, about two of those years, I was at CSU, but prior throughout that meantime, I had to get a job, and so I worked. I was trying to just focus on work and school, class and studies, and then later, you can tell that I did a little shift where instead of just being solely focused and hyper focused on school work school work I put other factors in there mind you I increased because I got word of if you take seven classes this is me if you take seven classes um or six I don't know but it was definitely like maxed out at maybe 24 credit hours or so then you don't have to pay additional credit hours once you reach a certain point and I was like oh so I get free classes I can get two free classes oh yes let me take that 
and so I had two additional classes that I probably should not have put on my schedule I had the family obligation because I decided that I wanted to spend more time with my family I had gotten the RA position so right now I'm as the RA I have an off-campus job that I have to drive to I am the president of an organization but I hold the seat on other organizations then I have my personal life and when I tell you that the lesson here was to not overextend myself and say yeah I can do this for you yeah I can do that for you yes 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 it was to take a step back and set those boundaries for people it took time but y'all I had to get fired first <laughs> I had to get fired and listen I was embarrassed too I was like oh my gosh I covered it up I was like no Oh, and I forgot to tell you, so I was actually working on my business as well. So 2016, um, I had all of that stuff going on, and I had, um, I've been working on my business. I didn't have no sleep, y'all. Throughout this time, throughout this time, my schedule was the most messed up thing ever. I would drink coffee all night long to stay up finish rock out because i definitely got good grades you know what i mean my grades are not slipping <laughs> so i got the good grades right but i would stay up all night so i'm exhausted and people knew my routine well not so much of a routine but they knew that i was like working extremely hard to the point where they knew when i stayed in that, that office all night to study because I was walking out at like 6 in the morning. They're like, oh, all nighter again, huh? And I would talk to people like, yeah, I'm about to go over to the gym. I'm going over to, you know, run my blood up. I got to warm it up. Got to warm this body up. I'm going over to the gym. You know, bust it out a little bit. There's not a lot of people. And so it went from studying all night, straight to the gym, straight to classes. And after that, mind you, I had an off-campus job and other activities. So it was like trying to fit everything into a limited space, a limited schedule. And there were times, I'm not going to lie, that I felt like I had, you know, gaps. I had two hours. I was like, yeah, I already studied. I already did this. Mind you, I woke up early some days i went to sleep really early so that i can wake up extremely early and do my morning routine and it would come to a time i was like yeah i already studied pretty good i already did this i have two hours to do nothing i don't know what to do but did i really have those two hours to do nothing i i felt them I feel them. I stayed extremely busy. And another lesson that I've learned off of getting fired, y'all, because I'm going to keep being like as true as I can. Sometimes you're going to get fired. Sometimes we're not going to be able to just quit. Sometimes they're going to fire us. And Oprah 
Winfrey definitely says it. She got fired. And she had to admit that that was the best decision that they could have done to fire her. And so now I'm sitting in the face like, I got fired, y'all. But I wasn't ready to admit that I got fired because I had a whole bunch of stuff that was going on, like the business and me working these two jobs and me taking six classes. I didn't want to tell people everything that I was actually doing to cover up as an excuse as to why I got fired. I didn't want to use that as an excuse. I just hid it. Like, I didn't say anything to my friends that asked me. So let's continue. So, thank you. I don't know, You're so good, though. You're so good. Try it by yourself. I'm not going to say anything. Oh, yes. Come on, you got this. Baby. No, go ahead. Please, can you do it? I'm so... Beautiful. I'm so smart. I got any money. I got my family. Hey. 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 Good job. Are you done? Yep. Okay.